baby, maybe there wasn't enough money in the account because I, um, I, I, I bought a dress. Honey, $30 ain't gonna wipe out our bank account. Well, baby, father of my child, add another zero. $300? Woman, what the hell kind of dress costs $300? A $500 dress on sale, but baby, I, I thought that, that maybe the dinette set could wait, plus Maurice owes me $200. Your cousin Maurice? He need to save that money to get his teeth clean. Darnell, I deserved a treat. And you should have bought a damn Snickers. <laughs> And we're here another time for Oh Hell Yes, a Girlfriend's Podcast. Oh, I just said my name. Um, <laughs> how you doing? How you doing, Etsy? Hey, girl. Hey. I'm getting ready for hot girl summer. Okay, okay. I see you. I think we're all getting ready. And uh, I think the white boys are getting ready for uh, white boy summer. You heard about that? Oh, hey, Brad. Brad and Tyler, y'all are out chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chet Hanks, he's a he's a character. You know, he used to be a rapper. You know, he used to be a rapper. Uh Chet Hayes was his rap name and uh he used that was to back be when a I was rapper? in college. Yes, go and look for Chet Hanks's rap stuff. He's do you call him wigger still? Is that still a term? You know, the term still applies, but I don't think it's kind of dated. Yeah, I was like, did we update that or something cuz appropriate that's <laughs> colonizer what <laughs> what are we calling them but <laughs> y'all get ready for white boy summer i think some rules have been released mm-hmm. so go ahead on the twitter uh and search chet hanks and he'll he'll run down the rules for you i think one of them was, was no plaid shirts none of that we're not looking like a picnic that's what he said <laughs> picnic table yeah and no no sperries we're looking for for more of like a, a sneaker, like a Jordan or mm-hmm. a, a van. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's that's as far as we're gonna go with that. That's all I know about White Boy Summer. <laughs> I don't know if I want to promote it too hard. You know what I'm saying? No but. salmon colored clothes. <laughs> Which what? What's wrong with salmon? I like that color, that peachy orange. I think it look weird on white boys because their skin is almost salmon. Mm, it's bringing out the color, the orange peachiness of the skin. I see you. I see you, chat. You out yeah, here. Yeah, it just, it looked too much. It matches in with the skin a little too much. So you want to go for a color that's more distinct. He suggested white tea, black tea. Keep it simple. Mm. So go ahead and check out your local store and see how much they got in stock. Okay, guys? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, today we're here to talk about season two, episode four, Untreatable. I'm actually super excited because... We're getting closer to my favorite episode. I think y'all know what it is by now because, I mean, I'm basic and <laughs> I like this episode. But we're about to get into a three-episode arc of a very um, situation that happens in the series. So I'm excited to get there next week. Um, I don't have anything else before we get into the episode. So let's talk about the stats here. Original air date was October 1st, 2001. It was written by Bernadette Luckett. So, Etsy, go ahead and give me that cold opening. 
Okay, so Joan, Mrs. Sean, for those of you who aren't caught up, Sean is her sex addict boyfriend who moved to New York for a six month stint as whatever the fuck he does, some type of some engineering engineering blueprint and whatever the fuck, right? Architect, 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 my bad shout out to all the architects out there, gang, 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 gang. So he moves there (laughs) for six months and Joan says that she misses Sean. She misses fucking him and Maya suggests masturbating. She suggests masturbating. And she goes, well, you know, even though I have a husband, I do be coming home late or whatever. So, you know, I got to get it in where I fit in or whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> and then Joan is like, what? Oh, my God. No. And then Tony goes, well, don't you ever come out the shower and think how sexy you are and get turned on and think, damn, I look good. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Lynn goes <laughs> I do but the girls at the gym be looking at me crazy every time I do <laughs> she's doing the shit in public <laughs> and I'm oh, like Lynn don't you got a house now why are you out here showering at the gym you don't have to do that no more you ain't homeless unless they don't have a shower in, and plumbing in the garage they would go to the public they would go to the gym I saw a sink though okay well maybe so Okay, possibly. All right, cool, cool, cool. But still, yeah. Why are you out here in public doing that shit? Maybe that was her past life and she's just talking about what she used to do. Mm-hmm. But we open up the uh, episode proper with the girls out shopping. And it looks like they're at some kind of upscale boutique store. Some shit that you find in Soho. Yes, yes. And you know it's expensive because they don't have very many pieces out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like They just have like a, like one rack or two racks. And Tony's excited to be there because she has a rapport with the associate. Her name's Gabby. And uh, that's another reason you know it's expensive because Tony loves to shop there and she has a rapport. (laughs) Gabby, the sales associate, goes up to Lynn and tries to butter her up by telling her how beautiful she is. I guess to try to get her to spend a lot of money. Um, But Lynn Lynn shuts her down and she's like, I only have $100. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she walks away. Little did she know she was walking over to the brokest one in the bunch. But I think she actually went over to Lynn because she was the lightest one and was like, okay, this girl. Mm. She probably has all the money. Hot Mm -hmm. take. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's how I felt about it. I don't know about you. (laughs) And Maya is the only one not participating in the sale. Maya not bougie like the rest of them? Well, like Tony and, and Joe. She got kids. She got a husband. She says that um, she going to be making this type of money for the rest of her life. She ain't going to be making that much more. So she can't be out here spending that much money. And she goes, well, Lynn, you out here, you're a waitress, but you got like 10 degrees and shit. So you probably going to be making more once you start playing around. <laughs> Stop playing around. What a fucking. Did you hear her name her hours in this scene? Talking about she worked two hours, two hours per shift. <laughs> What the fuck? That's like a high school job. What the fuck? Are you a child? Two hours. Child. It's supposed to be four when you're in high school. Whatever, bro. Like, <laughs> she's talking about, I work two hours shifts for four days in a row. I need to treat myself. I'm like, you call that treating yourself? Like, you need to treat yourself after a dumbass shift like that? Mm. Like, come on. So... They're all trying to figure out what they're going to get. Um, Lynn reaches for this uh, hair clip that's $105. Wow. She only has $100, so she asks um, she asks Joan for the $5, and she says, nope. Hell nope. And 
What clip? What hair clip costs a hundred bucks? That shit better be Louis. I don't even. Chanel. Get, that's just a. But what is the difference between Chanel and Louis? Are is it material? Will it last longer? Will it? Will it make me fly? Will it give me? Will Will dudes be knocking at my door like? <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I put it in my damn hair. I'm hoping the gold is something special. Like, it ain't just fake better, gold. Yeah, it better be the material. Because that's, that's a crazy price for a small behind hair clip like she had. And the girls are... are well, Joan's kind of trying to convince Maya to, to try something on because it's a sale and everything. And, you know, Maya's like, the only sale I know is Kmart Blue Light. That's mm. all I know. I don't know no other sales. So mm. if it ain't that, I don't want it. But one of them, I think, pulls out a dress and suggest that she tries it on. And Tony's like, she can't rock something like that. Where is she going to wear something like that? I, I mean, because you're a mother and, and you have a child, he could spit up on it or something. <laughs> oh, Tony, I thought you and Maya's beef was over. Tony said, what's she going to wear that to? <laughs> yeah. But she, I think in this scene, she actually says Jabari's name correctly for like one of the only times in the series. Mm. And you take care of that child, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jabari. See, see, I remembered his name. <laughs> but because of Tony's uh, cattiness about the whole situation, low key shading her, Maya decides to try on this $300 dress. She comes back out with the dress on, and they're like, oh my God. What do you think of the dress? Yeah, she looks really good in that dress. I wish it was a little bit lower cut in the front. It was kind of sitting up high on the Hutchin a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just a tad. But yeah, it was good. Yeah, it looked good on her. I, I, I'm i more into like way more flashier dresses. Yeah. Like I can afford them. But visually, it was just gold and there was nothing else. It wasn't doing anything else besides just the gold. Mm-hmm. If it had some kind of accents on it. I would have liked it more, but maybe those are the $400 dresses that we didn't see. (laughs) (laughs) But all the girls love it. Gabby is trying to butter up Maya so she can get the sale. And Tony's like, girl, you'll get your commission. Just chill. All right. Chill. So they're like, yo, you should buy it, Maya. Maya's like, I don't got no money. They're like, come on, treat yourself. You know, the episode's called Untreatable. Mm Mm-hmm. And I really hate how the girls are, like, pressing her on this. Like, they know what's in her bank account. Mm-hmm. You know. I was like, but it's on sale. It's just a thing of, like, privilege. When you have friends who are in different um, tax brackets, <laughs> yeah, they don't really think, like, how she thinks, you know? They are looking at a situation from their point of view and from their bank account, so to them, $300 is like, yeah, it's kind of pricey. But I mean, fuck right. it. We can just treat ourselves. To you, $300 is like, oh, bitch, uh-uh. I got shit to do. This is really going to take me That's back. That's Little League. It's like Jabari's whatever. It's groceries. It's, you know, school clothes for your kid. You know, when you're Maya, you have a lot more responsibilities than Joan has or actually any of the girls have. None of the other girls have kids or husbands. Mm-hmm. So they don't know. And even if they did, I mean, they still making way more money. So that's true. And, you know, I've been through that when I you know when I first moved to New York and I had only a small single digit number in my bank account. Mm. <laughs> and I would go and accompany my friends shopping and they'd be like, oh, Nettie, you should get this. 
it's on sale. It's only 50 bucks. I'm like, I don't have any money, but it's only 50. That's all. I'm like, if you only know. (laughs) <laughs> but you don't have like if you don't know if I say I don't got no money don't act like I'm just saying it to be funny or I'm saying it to be cute nah nah even if I am saying it to be cute fuck I don't want to buy it mm-hmm. so I totally get it and Joan should know she's her boss she knows how much Maya makes right I mean I yeah. she should know she should she knows Joan she should know. know something about it Joan's like well Maya, you've had the morning from hell. You deserve a tree, which is still not a good reason to buy a $300 dress. Right. If you're low on money, especially. But yeah, go off. Go off, John. But Maya makes a good point. She says every day is a morning from hell for her because she's a mother, a wife, and a commuter. With that theory, she needs to treat herself every day. Mm. But they're not backing down. Even Lynn is talking about, well, I'm treating myself to this hair clip. So you might as well, too. It's like, mm. bitch, you work at a restaurant. You don't have kids. You don't have responsibilities. You live in a garage. Like, <laughs> like what does her nigga now. do while he over here? He don't do shit. He don't got nothing. He stay at home and wait for her to come home. That's his job. You know, <laughs> he ain't get a job. He, the nigga that be selling That dude ain't got no job. <laughs> he don't got no job. He just yeah. sleep at home and wait for her to bring food home and stuff. She's supporting him. It's like a, a Tony and Greg situation, except like, the poorer sequel it's like <laughs> it's like a it's like a worse off sequel so uh oh, shit. you know maya does say that line about how lynn's not gonna be broke forever and when maya says i'm probably just gonna be making the same thing i'm making now forever and everyone looks at joan because joan is her boss and joan says don't don't look at me that's up to human resources mm. <sighs> is it though joan doesn't have a say well, she kept. I feel like she could put in a word. Mm, okay. I mean, you want to keep your assistant, right? She's your assistant. She's your assistant. So I'm sure you can n- help negotiate something for her so you can keep that same person who knows your routine. Right. So they don't go get someone else. You know, you don't want Maya to go find a better job somewhere else and you don't got a good assistant. Right. Okay. Whatevs. But, you know, they keep trying to pressure her and Maya goes, you know what? She just does a flip. She does a switch flip and she goes, I deserve a treat. Okay. And uh, I'm a hardworking mother, so what else they got up in here? Okay. Problematic peer pressure. She don't want to look broke in front of her friends, so she buys a dress. <laughs> that's how it is. You don't want to look broke in front of your girls. That's how it is, child. That's why I don't be going shopping with niggas when I'm broke. Like, <laughs> exactly, like, oh, girl, cause... I got to wash my hair. <laughs> so Yvonne, next, Yvonne's at the law firm with William, and apparently... She has not quit the force yet. I thought she quit the force. Smart girl. I think it's very smart. And it looks like she's waiting to quit before, like, she wants William to show a little more initiative in the engagement and the relationship before she decides to drop her whole career. Mm-hmm. But you know what would be even smarter? To not do it at Dropping all. Dropping William. Oh. Well, yeah. That too. <laughs> Get rid of William. Because the fact that he, that's even a thing that he requires of you to get married to him that's that's like a slave master situation yeah there. that's somebody who's looking to control you he's trying to get rid of all of your autonomy mm-hmm. so that's the first step in that he is looking to control you when a nigga makes you yeah, yeah. that's a problem and he's gonna be the person you go to when you need some money right so he can say no Mm-hmm. You don't want that in your life. Oh, hey, sweetheart, I want to buy this. Can I buy it? What is he, your father? That's what I'm saying. 
Like, no way. It's a marriage. But whatever. So they, um, they talk about, you know, his initiative and showing that he cares and that he's really in it to win it. And he says, you know, I am showing initiative. I paid for an $8,000 diamond engagement ring. And she's like, ah, it's 4200 I had it appraised. <laughs> Very nice. And they just keep doing it back and forth, um, talking about what each one has done to show they love them. Um, you know, tit for tat. Your turn. I came running down to Jamaica to get you. Your turn. I made you a member of the Mile High Club twice. What you got? A bouquet of flowers yesterday. Oh, was that before or after I cooked you dinner? I washed the damn dishes. I put the damn dishes away. In the wrong place. I am the man and I'm putting my foot down. Quit your job, Yvonne. Excuse you? I would have been like, oh, you know what? I'm out, deuces. I'm not quitting my job. I'm quitting you. Okay. Why like, don't talk to me like that. He got issues. Don't I carry a gun. Ciao. I am a I part got, of New York's finest. You can't be talking to me anyhow. L.A.'s finest. L.A.'s finest. <laughs> you can't be talking to I me I carry anyhow. weapons. I wear a bulletproof vest. You ain't finna talk to me any kind of way. I get a pension. Oh, yeah. What you got? Motherfucker. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so Yvonne runs off and he runs after her because he know he fucked up. So that's how we end that scene. Man, I really don't like William. I just, I'm just not here for this, for this couple, to be honest. I'm not here for this couple. They are a boring couple, yes. I don't like like, William. They're wacky. They're a wacky couple. Um, So next we're at Maya's apartment. She's hanging out with her son, Jabari. And they're doing a project on the solar system. He's naming all the planets. And she's like, what about Pluto? And he's like, mama, you know Pluto is not a planet anymore. And she's like, well, he's still a dog at Disneyland. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with the project? I don't know. I guess that's referencing something about them maybe going to Disneyland later on. That's what nah, I thought. That don't even sound right. Like, we're talking about planets right now. Like, what do I got to do? We know, we're trying to make sure we got the right planets in line here. We're not talking about <laughs> the animals. <sighs> anyway, they share a laugh and Darnell comes in from work and he has some news. What does he inform Maya of? He said that something happened with the car and he couldn't fix it because the money wasn't there in the account because Maya didn't spend the money on the, on the dress. So it was something where he had to hitch a ride with some nigga who feet stink. <laughs> well, Peanut and them. We're going to hear a lot about Peanut and them. Uh, we'll actually see Peanut uh, sometime in the series. But yeah, the fuel pump broke on the Trans Am, the 87 Trans Am, which is... Not a family car. I don't know why he's driving that. It's a sports car from the 80s. But yeah, there was no money in the account because Maya bought the dress. Now, I could have told Maya not to buy that dress. I knew it was a bad idea. But it made it even worse that Darnell happened to have an issue with the car that same day. It it, It was just bad karma. Bad, what is it? Bad timing. It was bad timing. Mm -hmm. It was just... If it hadn't happened, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But now we got an episode. So before Maya tells him, though, she t- she tells uh, Jabari to go to his room. And as he's leaving, uh, Jabari is actually wearing a hat in the house. And Darnell says, I thought I told you not to wear that hat in the house, boy. Mm. As he's leaving. And then he hits the kid on the tush. Did you think that was weird? Oh. Uh. 
for actors to hit kid actors on the butt? Um, Considering the history of Hollywood and what's been going on? Well, now that you say something. <laughs> when I was watching it, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay. You know, because that happens in real life. But once you put it in context of all these pedos in Hollywood, yeah. yeah, it's like, why are you smacking kids on the asses? See, that 2021 lens, man. <laughs> It just had me going, and then my SVU mindset started coming in, like, <laughs> he just hit that child that's not his actual kid on the butt. Smack that ass, like a video And victim. so, you know, I've been watching a lot of old shows lately, of course. Um, I noticed it when I was watching uh, Who's the Boss. You ever heard of Who's the Boss? Yes, 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 yes. Um, Tony Danza plays Alyssa Milano's dad on that show. And I watched an old episode the other day where he was um, putting her, like, tucking her in for bed. And he kissed her on the lips. Mm. She's, like, 12. And he's a grown man in his 30s. And it just... Yeah, that wasn't That's not your kid in real life, so it's weird. Like, a a father and a daughter... Okay, and a real father and daughter, I get it. But two actors that aren't related... I wonder why why that was put in there, though. Because that doesn't do anything to the story. It don't do... Like, you could have just kissed on the cheek. They could have. They could have. But in the 80s, like, people didn't think of these things. They didn't see it how we see it now. Like, it was like, well, fathers kiss their daughters on the lips. So this is a father and daughter. We're going to act it out like we think it's normal. Mm. So I don't know. Nowadays, you wouldn't see something like that. It'd be a kiss on the cheek or the forehead or something like that. But on the lips? Well, let me call Olivia Benson real quick (laughs) because it triggers something in me. But anyway, I love the way the writers show us like little quirks about Darnell like how he says to Jabari I thought I told you to take that hat off in the house right so they're showing that he's not a not aggressive but he runs a tight ship in the family so he he runs things Mm. so they're dropping little hints Darnell 2.0 strikes me as a little more harder to deal with than uh yeah. The first uh, generation. Um, light skinned Darnell is doing the most. I don't be liking his tone. I don't yeah. be liking how he be talking to people. I'm fucking with dark skinned Darnell better. <laughs> he seemed like easy yeah. to deal with. I feel like, I really feel like dark skinned Darnell would have been a better husband. Yeah. Something in my heart tells me that. Something in my spirit. Uh, but maybe they got Khalil Kane because they were like, oh, he's more serious and we're going to write more serious storylines to kind of bring Maya more into the story, mm-hmm. to bring out Golden's acting. So, I don't know, maybe that's why he's a little more sassy than Flex. But Maya's like, you know, the reason there's probably no money in the account is because I bought a dress. And he's like... My, I hardly doubt $30 is going to clear out our bank account. And she's, uh, she's like, oh, well, um, actually add another zero to that. Mm. And Khalil Kane delivers this line weird. He goes, $300. $300. He's <laughs> <laughs> not like a Medea movie. It's weird how he puts the emphasis on certain words. It's weird. But yeah. She's like, look, I figured the dinette set could wait. And, you know, I deserve a treat. And he goes, well, then you should have bought a damn Snickers. Very. So Maya mentioned she was hanging out with Joan and them. And he's like, whoa. Here we go. Joan and them. What's going on with you? Ever since them trifling women came into your life, we ain't had nothing but problems. How they trifling? 
Well, I guess, you know, after last season when Joan caught him at the airport having lunch with some mm, young bitches. PYT, you know, he mad at them not because they got eyes and they're everywhere and they influencing his wife to have fun in life and all that shit. So I don't like they trifling. So I mean, and also not to what's the word? Is it money shame that they talking about nowadays? But like how between two grown people who got a kid, y'all only got three hundred dollars. Yeah, that is kind of weird that there was only three hundred dollars in the account and y'all are both working. And Maya has a pretty good job at her at the law firm and he's working at the airport. That's a little dicey to have such a small amount in your account that that room for error is very small when you have a kid. So, you know, I'm not going to talk about somebody else's business or shame them. I'm just saying it's kind of dicey. You see what's going on right now. Um, But Darnell's like, up until this point, we used to discuss what we bought. And now you're going behind my back. She's like, I'm not going behind your back. He's like, well, then where's the dress? And she's like, "Mm, behind your back. (laughs) And she looks behind him where the closet is. She pulls out the dress and he's not impressed. And Maya's like, I'll take it back. And he's like, damn straight, you'll take it back. And he walks away. And when he leaves the (laughs) when he leaves the room, Maya's like, damn straight, you'll take it back. He goes, what'd you say? And she's like, uh, I said stay black. Mm. And that's another way to show that Maya's he's kind of like a drill sergeant to Maya. Like, Maya don't even want to say what she said. She can't even stand behind her statements because she's scared of this dude. Yeah, it's giving me low-key abusive vibes. Sorry. It is. It really is. I, I didn't want to say it. I waited for you to say it because I didn't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I said what I said. Like, when you can't say stuff. Mm-hmm, no yeah, like, she was afraid to actually say, like, repeat what she said. Like, what? And he was yelling at her, what'd you say? Mm-mm. That's your daddy or your husband? Yeah. So they're just throwing these little hints uh, that Darnell uh, can instill fear in Maya in this way. And that adds more weight to Maya's motivation to try to get this money back as soon as possible. Um, This next scene, Joan's on the phone with Sean. And he's like, babe, you know I'd never cheat on you, but I'm having these urges. You called it. You knew. Mm -hmm. You knew. Mm -hmm. A sex addict? (sighs) Girl, if you don't. I figured. She's like, are you going to your meetings? Meetings ain't gonna help shit. That's what I'm saying. Girl, what? He said, yeah, but they're not helping. And these urges are getting in the middle of his work day. And he can't sleep because, you know, he sleeps on his stomach. What? How you sleep on... Oh, when he sleeps on his stomach. (laughs) He probably... He sleeps on his stomach and then he gets erections. So then it's uncomfortable because he's sleeping on his stomach. Oh. Why do people (laughs) sleep on their stomach? I can't imagine. I mean, I've slept on my stomach before, but I move around. Like, I sleep wild, but <laughs> I move around. I don't just stay in one, one spot, but I have slept on my stomach for at least part of my night before. Um, and he requests some phone sex from Joan. She's like, all right. He's like, what are you wearing? <laughs> she's like a G-string and some stiletto heels. But that's not what she's wearing not in real life. Mm-hmm. She has on, like, some footy slippers and a robe and, like, those matching pajamas that you wear when it's, like, a button-up shirt mm-hmm. and some pants. It's all, yeah. She looks like a 12-year-old at a sleepover. <laughs> so what happens when Maya tries to go and return the dress? Gabby says, no refunds, but I can write you a store credit. And then Maya goes, huh? 
come again. And I totally get that when it comes to those like stores that make a lot of money because they don't want to give that money back. They want to keep it in the store. Like something for equal or lesser value. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, I hope you have an 87 Trans Am fuel pump in the back. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I'm like, first of all, why the fuck do you have such an old car? It's 2001. Yeah. That's why the shit broke down. <laughs> 87. So that's like... 14 13, years. 14 years old? Mm-mm. Y'all got to upgrade. That's why your shit falling apart. <sighs> no, I ain't trying to hood shame. Was it hood shame? Lifestyles of the broke and the... Um... <laughs> Broken infamous. <laughs> but Maya goes up to Gabby and tries to play the husband card. Let me try this, okay? I am um, I bought a dress and I want to bring it back so I can get my money back, so I can get my husband back, right? <laughs> but this white lady don't care about she his black lady's husband. Child. She don't give she don't care about Talk your about a husband, girl. <laughs> She's trying to make this money. Girl, I got my commission. You ain't taking that away. Please. Yeah. I don't even know why she tried that one, but Maya says that the lady is ruining her marriage, which is not true. This lady, Gabby's not ruining your marriage. Darnell is. Your Ill- it could either be Darnell or your ill-time purchase. Mm. If you if you knew you only had $300 in your account or who knows how much was in it, even if it was a $400, even on a good day when there's no nothing wrong with the car, you shouldn't have been buying a dress like that. Mm-hmm. Irresponsible. But Gabby's like, nope, not me. I'm not ruining your marriage. That's your impulsive buying habits that's ruining your marriage. Ooh. Don't blame the dealer. Blame the junkie. Well. Okay. See, this remind when she was saying, like, you're ruining my marriage, it reminded me of those anti-maskers that are like, you're taking my freedoms. <laughs> I can't breathe. I'm not taking your freedom. I can't breathe. You're messing with my, like, my respiratory system. No, we're not taking your freedoms. You're taking your freedoms. You're doing all this by not wearing a mask. If y'all would just wear the mask, we'd be out of this shit. So it reminded me of that. So she gets back home because she couldn't return it. She just leaves the store. She didn't want the store credit. She needs the money. And she walks in with the bag from the dress shop. And Darnell sees it and says, I hope that shopping bag is full of money. Mm Mm-hmm. But she said the boutique wouldn't take refunds. So you were right. I shouldn't have gone shopping with Joan and them. I should have gone to Target and bought myself some Cherokee activewear. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I must have been out of my mind thinking I could buy a dress that expensive. And she starts to cry. And it's kind of sad, actually. Yeah. And he looks really sad, too. And he's like, you know what? Don't even worry about the dress. I'll figure something out. Mm-hmm. Because he wants to be able to give her these things. You know, you don't want your wife out here, you know, being like, oh, I can't do this. I can't buy that. You want to send her on that trip to wherever. You want to buy her that dress. So he uh, he's like, I'll figure something out. Um, but meanwhile, let me see you with that dress on. Hey. Meow. So she runs to the bathroom real quick real quick because this happened in a matter of seconds they must have done a cut and she puts on the dress and he's like wow you look great and he's like now i want to see how it looks down around your ankles oh well i guess i guess her shit done grew back or something or he don't care the coochie yeah it's been a while you know it's been like a few weeks so 
Maybe it's starting to, the peach fuzz is starting to pop up. That so. with the castor oil. You should be good. The new growth is back. Mm-hmm. So they start to go at it. And we see William and Yvonne at lunch at the restaurant. Now, we have to talk about William and Yvonne because they're a part of the episode. But honestly, I, I really can't stand talking about this couple. <laughs> but we're going to do it. We're going to power through it. Um, they're at lunch at the restaurant they always go to. We don't even know the name. I wish I did. I'm sure there's a way to find out. But it's I don't an know Asian restaurant. It. It's probably sushi or something. And Yvonne looks really sad. And William's like, what? what's going on? Why do you look so sad? He's like, did, did you kill someone? And she's like, well, I finally quit the force. My killing days are over. And she looks at him and goes, for now. But she says she's no longer a cop. I'm like, bitch, you stupid. Oh, D. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard. You out here quitting your job? I hope she lying again. For a nigga? Good luck with that. Yeah. Good luck. And y'all ain't even married yet. Exactly, He could quit on you real soon. But whatever. Not my life. She said if her job was getting in the middle of her true love, she had to rethink her priorities. (laughs) Why can't your priorities be him and not your job? Oh, God. Get rid of him. This is just the pick me rhetoric. Ah, uh. <laughs> yeah, she sounds a little desperate, a little desperate. But she says my the happiness of her marriage is way more important than her than her happiness. Huh? Is she kidding? I don't. I hope she's kidding. But she still, she looks really sad, and it, it pains her to have to do this. You can tell in her eyes. And he's like, oh, you know what? I know it'll cheer you up. You can play undercover cop posing as prostitute and. I'll be unsuspecting John. (laughs) So she runs out excitedly to go buy a sex worker dress. And the fact that he thinks playing dress up like her dream profession is going to satisfy her need for that and make her happy is just very (laughs) insulting. It's so childish. Tony and William are battling for like worst character. They really are. Darnell finna be in that in that competition oh, yes. too. Yes, Darnell. Yeah, he you know what? We haven't been with Darnell long enough. I think we only had like four episodes so far. But yeah, he gonna come up too. So Jones at her house. Uh, she's having phone sex with Sean, and she's over it. She's about to fall asleep. It's getting old, and Sean don't want her to go to sleep. He doesn't want to go to sleep either. He's like, I, I have a couple hours before work. Okay, I'm like bro, you don't want to sleep. Not only that, if it's late in L.A., it's super late in New York because of the time difference. So if Joan's about to fall asleep and she's three hours before you, Mm -hmm. what are you doing up? That means you literally have work in maybe two hours. Boy, if you don't. Can you imagine not making it to work because you was on some phone sex shit and then your boss knows that you got a history or you know what I mean? (sighs) That's that sex addict shit. Joan should have never gotten herself involved with a person like this, with a person like this. Yeah, she shouldn't have. But she's run out of energy and adjectives, and she hangs up on him and tries to go to bed, but he calls right back, and he's pissed. (laughs) Pissed. Pissed. Um, And the next day, she comes to work all tired, and she mentions it to Maya about what happened. And she's like, you know, I miss Sean, and the relationship is just not the same over the phone. Well, yeah, You can't have Uh, phone sex and replace that with real sex for six months. That's like, uh, that's not going to get you through. You can't replace somebody's presence with... And their penis. You can't replace a phone penis for a real penis. I mean, you can buy yourself a a, a plastic penis. Yeah, but what about the jizz? (laughs) (laughs) You can always buy one. 
Wait, th- those. I'm sure they got that. Maybe right? it's something that you have in the um in the shower, like it, it like you put water in it, like water <laughs> activated, like you put water in it. Right. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Interesting. Hmm. What are we talking about, bro? We about to make a business. <laughs> Every single episode, we come up with a new business module that people are probably taking and doing at home. I'm They're like, you know what? Damn. Can we get a check? Oh, yes, girls. Whoever's listening, if you guys have companies that would like to be sponsored or like to be featured on our episodes, go ahead and hit us up. What's good? DM me. Twitter uh, at Hell Yes Girl. We are looking for sponsorships, so we would love to uh, promote your business. Cut the motherfucking check. Cut the check. But yeah, it's just not going to happen, especially when like there's a bunch of real guys, a bunch of real penises, real life ones in LA. That's what I'm saying. So why are you on the phone? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that. I don't know, Shell. Maya says, you know, you should just go see him, go fly out. And Jones like, nah, I got all this work to do. But then Maya goes, you know what? A friend of mine told me that sometimes you got to treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Jones the friend, if you don't know, if you weren't listening. Jones the friend. <laughs> and she's like, you know, Jones like, huh, okay. It could work. I could take the red eye. I could read on the plane. And Maya adds in, you could buy the dress that I have. But Joan declines and... That kind of makes me sad because she knows what's going on with Maya, that Maya needs this money back and she can't get it back. And Joan has money. Mm-hmm. That 300 dress ain't going ain't to be nothing to her. But then again, it's like, okay, Maya, um, you don't want to bought the dress, girl. <laughs> yeah, true. But help, help your friend out, Joan. You know she having some issues. You know her husband weird. and <laughs> He real aggressive or whatever. <laughs> yeah, come on. Save your girl, you know? So Maya goes back to the store and she tries again. <sighs> and she looks very desperate. I will say that in this scene. Mm-hmm. And she goes in and she tells Gabby, you know what? I'll take that store credit. And Gabby's like, oh, great. You know, we got some awesome stuff that just came in. Maya's like, ah, yeah, cool, cool, whatever, whatever. And she tries to go and resell her store credit for a lesser value to the women shopping in the store already. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to buy a $300 store credit for $250? Well, okay. Great, cash only, no refunds. It really pains me to see her have to do this. Same. Um, I know people who, who who used to do that. Yeah, that's that's a um, yeah. that's that's a, a hustle. I know people who do that. That's a tough hustle. That's a tough one. Cause you're just some rando in a store. Like I'm supposed to believe that this credit that I'm about to pay money for is real legit. Like I mean, you can always get it checked out by the cashier. I guess. Mm. But I feel like this is all motivated by like fear of Darnell. Mm-hmm. And you know, he did say that he was cool with it. But you know how some dudes be like, "Nah, I'm cool with it. It's fine." But then they do little microaggressions throughout the day and forever, where it's like it does matter. Mm-hmm. And she don't want that. So she's trying to hustle this store credit, try to get the money back. And Gabby's trying to stop it. Hi, um, what are you doing? Well, um, sweetie, if you won't give me my money back, I'll just have to get it back another way. And the other girl, another girl's like, I'll give you two seventy five for the store credit. I'm like, all you're getting off is $25. Mm, I don't know. And Gabby's like, you can't do this. And Maya says, uh, doing it. <laughs> Puts her hand in her face. And we cut to the apartment and... She informs Darnell that she got the money back. And she puts it under his pillow. And she's like, I got a surprise for you. Check under your pillow. 
and he sees the money and everyone's thinking she's, he's going to be super happy and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Right? But now he's super pissed about it. It's like, oh my God, we can't do anything to make these dudes happy. Mm-mm. You buy the dress, it's a problem. You take it back, it's a problem. You get the money, it's a problem. Ah! He's like, I thought I told you to keep the dress and I'll work something out. And I'm sitting here like, bitch, well, obviously you was taking too long. Mm-hmm. How long the working gonna be out? Yeah, because... Maya went and made some shit happen. Okay. She got the money now. So y'all y'all can go buy groceries and whatever you need. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that fuel pump you're looking for. How about that? Mm-hmm. And Darnell's like, you know, you don't trust me to earn enough money to take care of business? I'm like, well, this wasn't a good uh, thing to add to your taking care of business resume, honestly. Because <laughs> you didn't do anything. I had to go out and peddle my fucking store credit to get our fucking money back. She said she was trying to help fix it. And he says it wasn't yours to fix. But it was, though. She's the one that bought the dress. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? It's kind of like some type of fragile masculinity shit where he's mad because she fixed the problem and he did it. Yeah. He can't take it that his wife fixed the problem that was needed for the family. She did it for the family. She stayed for the kids. What's you out here doing? (laughs) What? (laughs) She stayed for the kids. Anybody who watched Love and Hip Hop, (laughs) y'all get that reference. (laughs) Okay, I don't watch that. So uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's really toxic. Like, bro, do you not want me to share the money with you? I'd be like, yo, how about I just keep the money? I'll go get my hair done. Since you, this is a problem for you. Mm-hmm. Since me having the money and getting it back is a problem for you. How about I just go treat myself again? Mm-hmm. Like, what what do I do? Oh, no, chill. I think he just also likes for everyone to do what he says. Like, you know, how he tells Jabari, you know, do this, you know, sort of telling her to go take the dress back but then saying don't take it back he wants everyone to listen to his every command so he can feel like the man Mm -hmm. and she tries to apologize and give him a hug and he's like nah nah don't touch me Mm. isn't that serious you a little bitch darnell you a little bitch your personality is bitchy (laughs) very drama queen so they get on their little broadway acting shit in this scene and (laughs) Don't you trust me to earn enough money to take care of business? I tell you to keep the dress and you blow me off by running down there and taking it back? Well, baby, I was I was trying to help. You know, I, I, I was trying to fix it. See, but it wasn't for you to fix. I asked you to let me do that. Well, Donna, I just, I just figured since, you know, I created the problem. <sighs> Man. Look, baby, I'm sorry. Don't, okay. don't touch me now, all right? Hold on. Look, I said I was sorry. Okay, baby, I wasn't trying to make you feel like you couldn't take care of me because I I know that you can. He says, you know, it just feels like we're not clicking anymore the way we used to. And Maya suggests prayer. He's like, nah, you pray. I'll go to sleep. Oh, And he goes to sleep. <laughs> so Joan heads over to NYC. This scene right here, did, did it look like New York to you? It, it looked like fake York. It looked like a, a set that was built. They put the fake buildings <laughs> that's, that's supposed to look real, but it's really cardboard if you push on it too hard. Yeah, and they decided to put a fucking yellow cab in the, in the front of the scene. Like, we gonna believe it. Oh, it, oh yeah, they got a yellow cab. It's New York. Yeah, that's right. Like, ain't no yellow cabs nowhere else in the fucking world. So... It looked like kind of like a brownstone kind of type of thing, mm-hmm. maybe close to Central Park or something. 
And Joan arrives and she's like, she's, you know, greets Sean and says, okay, let's get inside. We got like 35 hours before I got to go. And Sean's like, well, you, we wouldn't have to rush our, our time together if you would just move in with me and live here. Huh? Why you wait till that on the phone? Because <laughs> he wanted to purposely waste her fucking time. Why you ain't tell that on the phone so she could make arrangements possibly? Now she's like, well, then I don't want this. I'm not. She could have possibly not even shown up. <sighs> These niggas. They're like kids. Um, the amount of rage that would be inside of me. <laughs> like. Oh, it gets worse. So, you know, the scene. Sean's like. You know, I'll make enough money to support both of us and you can get a job here. I've been dealing with some law firms and everything. She's like, are you serious? This is all the stuff he could have told her on the phone. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. But she's like, I have my house. I have my job. I have my friends. I would have to pass the New York bar. Which is no easy feat, y'all. Like, I can imagine it's not easy. But if you really loved him... <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, sure, let's go. You know, let's do this. Do but the fact that she threw out those things as reasons that she can't do it, she don't love him like that. Which is fine. It's totally fine because he played her. He really did play her. Nah, <laughs> but even even if she did love him, like you asking me to pack up my shit and leave my life that I have built here for how long? I got a whole fucking house that's paid for. You can't be talking to me any type of way. yeah i'm fucking junior partner nigga i got my own office with my own what's my again assistant Assistant. my own legal assistant these niggas over here gonna give me that shit it's like bro sean you're on a six-month probationary job you're not even fully like this is a temporary job you got six months for all you know jones been they waiting for you to just fulfill that six months contract and then they'd be like okay we don't really fuck with him like that let's send him back to la yeah so i don't know why you acting like she gonna move with you and what you ain't gonna have a job after six months and she gonna be the one paying for everything (laughs) well as long as she passes the bar in more than six months well she probably got some uh some money saved up she can she can make the move and still pay for shit but still that shit crazy. Why you just can't move back to LA? You don't even got no you don't even got no roots in New York. That's what I'm saying. And also, what is the deal with these niggas asking these girls to quit their fucking jobs? Like, are y'all dumb? Yes. What is with this pattern? Yes. What why are they all trash? <laughs> Darnell, William, and Sean are all showing trash tendencies. I'm telling you. On Tuesdays and Fridays. That's the pickup day. <laughs> Because Darnell is just trash in general. We're just, he's telling her, get the money back. Don't get the money back. Oh, you got the money back. Don't touch me. Leave me alone. Oh, you got a wax. Don't touch me. Yeah. All right. And William's like, yo, Yvonne, quit your job or we can't get married. And then Sean's like, oh, quit your job or we, he's like, yo, you're going to stay in a hotel then. Excuse She's like, well, since I won't move in with you, I can't stay here. Yeah, you can't stay here. Why didn't you tell me that before so I could make arrangements? Like, this is what I'm talking about. Now she got to go find a hotel in New York somewhere. <laughs> that shit is crazy. And she's only here for a little bit of time. Who the fuck want to spend a, a oh, fucking yeah. 
a thing on she's gonna get one get a hotel for a day like yeah that's fucked up he's like well you know i'm a sex addict and i can't just you know lay with you and have you for like this amount of time and then you leave and then you come back another weekend and then you leave i needed to be consistent and i don't even want to get started on no sex shit because i don't want to get attached okay hey you we need to end this relationship so you can go and fuck other bitches in new york because this is ridiculous <laughs> yeah. we gotta we're gonna snip snip cut you loose because this is really hard for you and so anyway they sit on the stoop they sit down on the stoop in their nice clothes and the dirty ass stoop and she says i can't promise i'll wait for you okay and he says i wouldn't ask you to and I'm thinking, yeah, you, Joan ain't finna wait for you because Joan fall in love, like... In, like, two seconds. a few episodes. Yeah, like, every other episode. She gonna have a new nigga before the, um... Before the <laughs> mid-season finale. Yeah, definitely, because... This is just... What, what a dumpster fire. What a dumpster fire. So it's a final scene, and Tony and Lynn are at the boutique again. And they're standing in the middle, and they're like, okay, you ready to say it? You ready? And she, they're like, you know, ready, ready. And Tony announces that she has a store credit for $3,000, and she's selling it for $2,999. Mm. And they're trying to sell their store credit, and I'm sitting here like, where's Tony getting all this money from? Do, isn't her job on the rocks? She hasn't sold a house? And where the fuck is Lynn getting that money from? I don't know if it's like, I was thinking, because Lynn didn't say anything. Maybe it was like a mix between, like, their credits together, oh. like the hundred and five dollars plus whatever uh, Tony paid for would equal three thousand. Huh. But I don't even know how Tony has all this money. She her car got repossessed, right? So she ain't had no money. Mm-hmm. So she's spending two thousand something dollars on stuff at this boutique. Yeah. But you can't get some wheels. Oh no. So that's the end of the episode titled Untreatable. Next, we have the oh hell yes moment of the episode. It is the part of the episode that made us go, oh hell yes. So what was your oh hell yes moment? Um, This might be a first timer. I don't have one. Everybody in this episode was just acting stupid and trash. And who am I going to say oh hell yes to? William? No. Yvonne for being a dumbass? No. Um, Sean for asking his girlfriend to move halfway across the fucking country? No. <laughs> Darnell for him getting mad at his girl for buying the dress and then getting mad for her to take it back and then getting mad for her for fixing the problem and getting mad for... No. <laughs> All of y'all in this episode was acting a damn fool. Everybody. Well. Well then, I actually have one. You managed to find one in this trash-ass episode? Uh... Yeah, it's it's going to be controversial. You know, I like the drama. I like the controversy. <laughs> and I'm going to give it to Gabby. You know, when she uh, when Maya went up to her and said, you're ruining my marriage. And she was like, oh, sweetie, no. You see, it's your impulsive buying habits that are ruining your marriage. Don't blame the dealer. Blame the junkie. <laughs> Come on with it. I was like, you know what? Oh, hell yes. Okay. Because at the end of the day, who bought the dress? Gabby didn't buy the dress. Come through, Gabby. Gabby probably got a good relationship with her, man. She ain't, she ain't ruined nobody marriage. <laughs> you did. 
That's so true. I will say, because that was just, that was good. So we're going to get into tweets about this episode. And there's a few, like, really good uh, insights. All right. 4M4TH13U. I'm sure that's there's something that it says, but I don't know what what that means. Um, they say, I don't talk about William because he's irrelevant, but holy shit, him manipulating Yvonne to quit a job she loves by holding marriage over her head is gross. He's been terrible, but this entire plot is disgusting. Agreed. It really is. Really, really is. And lastly, a little bit of um, something to look out for in the later episodes of this season. Lovable Nikki says, if Mara thinks... I didn't notice Maya wearing the $300 dress that she returned for the store credit to Tony's Realty Boutique opening in episode uh, season two, episode 18. So apparently the dress that Maya supposedly took back, she has it again. She's wearing it in a later episode this season Mm. at an event. Now, if that is true, what we could say is that Maya went and bought it again. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how we would write that in. Yeah, I, I thought um, they that shit was sitting in the costume room, and they was like, "Oh, it look good, girl." Totally forget. No one's gonna notice. That. <laughs> yeah, it ain't. We, listen, ain't no people don't watch the shit on demand yet. You know, no one's gonna recognize. It's a whole two months. They later, didn't think girl, about twenty years. Twenty years down the line, it's gonna be on Netflix, and people can rewatch shit closely and freeze frame it. Mm-hmm check this shit out and people will be doing a podcast about it and shit. They ain't know nothing about all that. So yeah, that's possible. I'll take a look and we'll bring it back when we talk about uh, season two, episode 18. Um, but that's it for tweets from the streets. And next week, the episode is called Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And it's one of my faves because it goes there and we need to go there. You know, we need to amp this shit up. It's season two. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys don't already know, we are on Twitter at Hell Yes Girl. We don't have anything else for now. For now. Mm-hmm. But if you want to chat with us on Twitter, hit us up and uh, send us a DM, send us a um, at us so we know it's real. And we'll chat back to you. Uh, shout out to all the people who say they love our episodes and they think we're funny. Thank we you love guys. it. Um, anything else, Etsy? Nope, 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 nope. Alrighty, well, we'll see you guys next week with bye bye, and we're saying bye bye. <laughs> My name is Nettie, and I'm Etsy. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>